Taiwan shares surged to a new all-time high on Thursday, a day after power changed hands in the White House. Tracking U.S. markets, the Taix soared 347, or 2.2 percent, to close at 16,153 points. Turnover was a whopping 355.3 billion NT, with buying concentrated in large-cap stocks. Let's go to an analyst now. 前四大全职王只剩下大力光比较稍微掉漆。Among the top four in Taiwan's weighted index, only Login has been somewhat lackluster. The others, TSMC, MediaTek and Honhai, are all coming up in this market rotation. If we see a foreign brokerage raising its TSMC target price to 800 NT, that means the index has a shot at 18,000 points. A day earlier, MediaTek had unveiled its flagship 5G processors. During today's trade, MediaTek shot up by more than 700 points to close at 934 NT. Meanwhile, TSMC picked up some 400 points to close at a record 673 NT. Honhai closed higher by more than 2 percent, while Largan edged up by about 1 percent. January to March is a quiet season for the Taidong tourist industry, accepting the crowds at national holidays. This year, hospitality venues have a new strategy for drawing in visitors through the down season. For just one extra dollar, you can add an extra night onto a two-night stay in many Taidong hotels. Industry experts say that one virtually free night could be a lifesaver for the struggling sector. A pile of coins spills over the edge of a plate. In England, they say, count the pennies and the pounds will take care of themselves. In this case, count the dollars and the vacations will take care of themselves. 30 hotels have offers that price a weeknight at 1 NT and 15 offer the same at weekends. You can stay your third night for just 1 NT. What a bargain. But it's not just a night for $1 deals. Some offer souvenirs priced at $1 too. Most people who come to Taidong stay two nights. But if we can use this $1 deal to get them to stay an extra night, then it's a very positive development for the hospitality industry, as well as the souvenir industry and other related industries. Our occupancy rate over holidays and weekends is quite good, but the weekdays are when we want to offer bigger discounts. So that's why we've launched this at a third night for $1 offer to attract people to come to Taidong. This hotel owner says they're almost 80% booked up for Lunar New Year and the 228 Peace Memorial holiday but profits on weekday bookings are sinking. That's why the local tourist association has launched the scheme to rescue the industry, inviting 45 local hostels and hotels to join in, as well as many local souvenir businesses. They hope it will give a boost to the whole region's economy. Taiwan's storm of COVID infections experienced a lull on Thursday, with authorities reporting zero new cases linked to Taoyuan's hospital cluster. Despite the calm, officials are in a race against time to limit the spread of the contagion. The city government has tracked down more than 1,100 people who spent prolonged time in Taoyuan General Hospital after January 6th. The Central Epidemic Command Center says these people will need to undergo home isolation or self-health management based on their level of infection risk. The postman arrives at Taoyuan General Hospital in a full-body protective suit, gloves and a face mask. He's wrapped up tight in PPE as he drops off parcels on the first floor, rather than the usual place in the basement mailroom. Going down to the basement is less safe for our mail delivery workers, so we urgently coordinated with the hospital and moved the mailroom to a relatively open and empty space in the hospital. 
Outside the hospital, chemical warfare troops carry out disinfection for the third straight day. Inside the hospital, the lobby is noticeably emptier, the atmosphere tense. <laughs> Taoyuan General Hospital accepted its first case of COVID-19 last year on January 21st. Thursday marks one year since it entered service as a frontline hospital, taking cases from the nearby airport. At one point, the hospital was hit with more than 30 confirmed patients in one day. Since the pandemic began, we at Taoyuan General Hospital have admitted about 160 cases. In other words, out of every five infected patients, one of them was sent to our hospital. To curb community spread, the CECC is digging deeper into contact tracing. Taoyuan's health department has drawn a list of patients and their family members who visited the hospital since January 6. They will all be placed in home isolation. My colleagues worked overtime through the night. Yesterday, all the lights were on at the Department of Public Health. We plan to isolate more than 1,100 people uncovered in contact tracing. They will all have to complete home isolation. This is a task of great weight, and we will complete it quickly. A COVID outbreak has struck, and Taoyuan is at the center of the storm. Mayor Zheng said the city will take a multi-pronged approach to prevent the epidemic from spreading. A COVID mutation known as L452R has been detected in the Taoyuan hospital cluster. Previous tests show that the 10 cases were caused by a strain known as D614G, which has become dominant globally. Now, tests have found that in at least five cases, the strain also carries a mutation called L452R. This is the first time the L452R has been discovered in Taiwan. Northern California is one place that's reported a rising case count involving the L452R mutation. It's not yet clear whether the mutation makes the virus more transmissible or causes more severe symptoms. Several local governments have issued travel advisories against northern Taiwan, which is coping with a cluster infection at a Taoyuan hospital. Ponghu has asked all its public officials to avoid Taoyuan for work trips. Meanwhile, Miaoli and Yunlin have banned public schools from traveling into northern Taiwan during field trips. These students from Yunning's Jinnan Elementary School are off on a one-night graduation trip. The original plan involved a stop at Dashi in Taoyuan, but that was changed up last minute. Originally, our accommodation for tonight was at Dashi in Taoyuan, but we asked the travel agency to help us change that to Miaoli. Taoyuan's hospital cluster has sparked fears of contagion. The government of Yunning County is asking schools to avoid northern Taiwan during school trips. All our public officials should avoid traveling to Taoyuan when possible. Right now, there are a lot of middle and elementary school students about to go on graduation trips. So we've asked the schools to organize itineraries that go no farther north than Taichung. Non-essential official travel should avoid the outbreak area when possible. With the exception of certain special circumstances or urgent affairs, if you can deal with it over the phone, just do it through a phone call. The first to put out a travel warning was Penghu, which told its officials to avoid work trips to Taoyuan. It also called on residents to not travel to Taiwan proper for medical treatment. Amid the flurry of travel advisories, Taoyuan Mayor Zheng Wenchan called for calm. 
Taking Penghu, for example, this month it sent nine inpatients to Taoyuan General Hospital. Right now, there are still six people quarantined in quarantine hotels. My view is that the nation is one and that the people are one, and Penghu's decision will not affect my view. What's happened at Taoyuan, New Taipei contact as if it's got nothing to do with us. The steps we adopt in our containment strategy must be aligned with Taoyuan. Why are we at such a time following the example of China, which steal people inside their homes? I respect the thoughts and opinions of my fellow local leaders, but we are all in the same boat. We are all Taiwanese. We do not need to kick a man who's down. Health Minister Chen Shizhong said Thursday that it's human nature to try to shun misfortune. But he urged local officials to lend help to one another, saying that Taiwan is so small that a single outbreak could engulf the nation. The executive yuan has postponed its soft launch of electronic ID cards, citing concerns over data security. The new digital IDs were set to be tested starting this month in Shinzu, New Taipei and Ponghu, but they met strong local opposition. Officials now say the trial will be put off until the creation of a dedicated law that addresses public concerns. The new legislation will address issues like ID manufacturing, personal data collection and ID verification. Officials say they may also delay the national launch of the digital IDs, which was originally scheduled for July. February is the beginning of cherry blossom season in Taiwan, but cherry trees, or sakura, are already flowering in New Taipei City. At one recreational park in Sansha District, hundreds of trees have come into bloom. Formosa News reporter Stephanie Yang gets an early glimpse of the 2021 Sakura season. We're currently at a cherry blossom garden in Sansha. There are about seven varieties of cherry blossoms and 4,000 trees here. Surrounded by cherry blossoms, this woman snaps a photo. Here at the sightseeing farm in Sansha district, the cherry blossom season has already kicked off. I live nearby. It's sunny today, so I wanted to go out and enjoy the sunshine. Now only one part of the garden area is blooming, and it seems the others will bloom at the end of January or February. Whether or not they've flowered, all the trees are beautiful. This sightseeing spot was opened three years ago. It spans two kilometers, and it's a beautiful place for a hike. The garden features seven cherry blossom varieties, including the pink lady and the Japanese flowering cherry. So far, about 40% of his Japanese flowering cherry trees are in bloom. There are around seven varieties in the park. Many visitors ask me, when is the best time to come? There are three times I would recommend. The first is in January, when the Japanese flowering cherry trees start to bloom. After that, the Yazakura, Formosa Sakura, and Pink Lady cherry blossoms bloom, one after another. Finally, the Yoshino Sakura trees bloom last, in the month of March. So far, some 10 to 20 percent of the entire park is in bloom. Sakura season will continue at the park until the end of March. For most of news, Stephanie Yang, Wudong Mao, in New Taipei City. The story of a Kaohsiung woman who continues to volunteer in the community despite problems with her eyesight has touched hearts across Taiwan. The local school, where Wu Meiyu has volunteered for over two decades, recognized the octogenarian with a lifelong service award, showing that each member of the community has a vital role to play. A group of children sorts through rubbish and recycling with the school's oldest volunteer, Wu Meiyu. She helps us sweep the ground and she can't see. I think she's so cool. 
now 80 years of age, Mei-Yu lost the use of her left eye in an accident when she was 11. Once, she struggled to lift her head up, but thanks to her work at the school, she gradually found the courage to meet people with dignity. Back then, when people spoke to me, I used to hang my head down and look away. I guess I was afraid of what would happen if they saw my eye. I was very scared. But then I came out of that, and I feel like I have more and more confidence every day. Naturally introverted, Mei-Yu found herself isolated at home after her husband died. But she joined a volunteering group for environmental protection and started to get back into the community. She helps sort the rubbish and recycling at Jiachang Elementary and in the neighborhood office, and she has plenty to do. I'm very happy. Having no work to do is what's tiring. I feel good when I have something to do. Mei-Yu suffers from macular degeneration in her right eye, and she might be completely blind one day. The school has made a film about Mei-Yu's story and presented her with an award to thank her for her lifelong service. After you gave me this award, you said, you can rest at home from now on, Mei-Yu, but that's what I'm afraid of. Having a role to play in the community is a great joy for older citizens like Mei-Yu, even as health deteriorates. However many years she's got left, she wants to enjoy them fully.